So it's like a thousand degrees in my apartment right now. Sweet. Because the Texas power grid, once again, is overwhelmed. And so they're like, hey guys, we know it's like a hundred degrees outside, but if you could just like set your thermostats to like at the very lowest 78 degrees, that would really help us out and like turn everything that runs electricity off in your house. That'd be cool too. I was going to visit you guys, but I don't know now. <laughs> it's really hot. I can't do that. We'll see how this goes, but yeah. I think that we need to make a rule that when we do interviews, mm-hmm. we do the music with them. Well, yeah, I think we didn't think it was going to be a full show, though. True. But we should assume it. Okay. Well, I was trying to have banter, and you just ruined it, so. It's okay. You ready to do this? Because there's tons of banter in this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you're you're eating. I see. It was a Starburst. Uh, All right. You ready? Been ready. Welcome to 1010's podcast where we talk tense and make little sense. I'm your host, India Monroe, and this is my well-connected co-host, John Burkhart. Hi, John. Hi, friend. How you doing? Doing good. I'm pretty excited about this episode, I yeah. would say. Yeah, this this turned out good. This, this is... might be one of my one of my new favorite episodes mm-hmm. ever. It's definitely one of mine. I, I thought that she made a better impression on you, but I guess not. If you only think, might. <laughs> no, Oof. I love her. So doesn't this episode, we uh, start off by just having like an interview segment with John's friend May of Gambler 500 fame. She's on a baseball card. It's for real. A trading card. Mm-hmm. And... What we thought would only end up being like a 30-minute segment, really just the more we talked, it became pretty clear that this just needed to be our entire episode this week. So John obviously knew how rad May is already, but I was just blown away and so thrilled to talk to her. And I have to say, keep listening for a huge curveball in the hot dog debate. It is oh yeah <laughs> something that will like haunt my dreams forever but in a really good way i keep forgetting about it and then i remember and then i'm just i have to take a moment and and pause yeah i was listening to the draft today and i like (laughs) just started laughing in the car (laughs) but also like we really need to try this yeah i agree i agree (laughs) we won't give it away for you dozen but it is spectacular so enjoy our interview with may she tells us all about the gambler 500 which uh john you horrifically undersold to me well Um, yeah that's why i was like i need to bring may on because i haven't been able to convince you (laughs) yeah we have to do this now (laughs) she talks (laughs) gambler 500 some awesome battle stories and really everything in between i think you guys are really gonna love this do we want to start off with are what drinks we're having or wine well that's the first question on the outline it so. is okay all right so that's the only question you have <laughs> so maybe we should say hi to may okay fine okay let's <laughs> pretend start. like this is the beginning all right hi hey, may. may. we're so <laughs> excited to have you thanks <laughs> this is going great i'm stoked we're doing it may Welcome to Ten Tents Wine Review, where we we judge things on a scale of one to ten tenths. Okay. 
what do you have? Ten, ten being good. Yeah, yeah, ten's, ten's better. Yeah, it's not like golf. <laughs> no. What uh? What kind of? I saw you were drinking a white wine. Oh yes, you are not wrong. Okay, that is correct. And do you? Do, what's it called? So it's it's like super super expensive. Like it's so expensive, it has to come in a box. <gasps> oh. Yes, we love boxes. Nice. Uh, <laughs> it's like perfect. Uber fancy. Um, okay. They call it uh, Chardonnay. <laughs> I'm just joking. It's just really, really cheap wine. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Man, May gets me. Amazing. <laughs> India's a what's wine the, snob. What's the capacity? I'm not a wine snob. Uh, it's, oh, it's uh, five liters, 34 glasses. That's a significant box of wine. Yeah, Good for you. $14.99. Smart. <laughs> uh, does it. it have a year? Economical. Uh, I don't know about a year, but the alcohol content's 14%, and that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, girl. That, that is a significant Chardonnay. Good for you. Uh, it's probably non-vintage, and that's fine. I'm already greatly oh. enjoying this. No, it, ta- it tastes like piss. <laughs> <laughs> is it cold enough? That helps. It is cold. Like, if you can look, I got like a... Oh, yeah. You got a little... Con- yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. It's cold. And- this is the wine that somebody drove from another state to drop off for you? Yes. Okay. Sir Tom Kamler. Wow. <laughs> uh, he was passing through Kansas. He was like, let's drink. And okay, okay. So this, has already been, this has already been opened. How long has it been open? Oh, like a month, month and a half. <laughs> that's fine. For a box wine, that's fine. Yeah, because it's, it's in a vacuum. Like approaching your best buy date, but like, it's okay. If it even brother, has one. It doesn't. Hey, it does have a year, 2015. Okay. Oh, vintage. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. I'm updating our chart. How many? How many tenths out of ten would you give it? Oh, my wine. Yeah. Uh Oh, probably a hard five. Okay. All right. We're being for for piss wine. We're being forgiving. Would you say it's oaky and buttery, or is it just awful? I mean, it's wet, so I'm drinking it. Love it. Love it. Good. That's um, all it takes sometimes. Respect. Yes. So, India, I am running into a, a um, phenomenon I'd never run into. My penguin's what butt. What would you do? My penguin's butt is too tight for the bottle. Okay, then use a different bottle opener. But I, Look, I wanted May to see my penguin. See, look at him. Well, now she's looking at it, so get a different and bottle. It's adorable. What, what's your penguin's name? Uh, Pingy. Pingy the penguin. <laughs> and its so arms, creative. the arms of the, or its wings. That's funny. Right? And then when he gets excited, uh-oh. <gasps> it's like a duck dick. <laughs> <laughs> And that's our episode cover. No. <laughs> it's going to be like, like a duck dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant the picture, but oh. <laughs> the title could be It's Like a Duck Dick. Oh, no. You know um, what I'm talking about? I mean, have you ever, That's exactly no, yeah. what no, it is. It's, it's biology, <laughs> listeners. We're, and we're mom. talking about science here. It's anatomy. Yeah. Science. Come totally on. Science. We yeah. are so sophisticated. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, t- t- talking about sophisticated... Um, my selection is uh, Members Mark Pinot Noir. Nice. 
a uh, last. Is that what you had last time? What no, did you last, get a cab last time? Yeah, last week was a cab. I've been I've been learning May. Um, I recently found out that I like uh, Cabernet Sauvignons. Nice. Yeah, he likes a, a little fruit forward wine. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. The smelling the corka thing. I've seen that in a movie. Oh, yes, I lick it. That's fine too. Wait, did you just trick me? <laughs> yes. No. God no, damn it! I licked it. No, I licked whatever all mine. gets you there. It's fine. <laughs> May, when it comes to wine, if you tell me to do something, I'm just going to do it because I don't know any better. I'm almost certain that's how I live my life. Okay. <laughs> so we're good. Okay. Um, okay. This is a safe place. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Okay, so it's very wine looking. Smart. That's a good start. Always a good start. This pretty much has like the same Pinot Noir flavor that you have in most of your Pinot Noirs. Like it's not distinctly different at all. Okay. Which is what I kept saying. Every well, no. Every time that every time that I had a Pinot Noir, I was like, "This just tastes like wine, red wine." Okay. And can you tell if it's like lighter bodied than your cab? Is it? I would say that it's like a little bit harsher. More or less fruity? Is it? Um. John also just like pounds half a bottle of wine when we're doing this too. That's why I brought the box to the table. Right. Good girl. Good job. Good idea. Um. (laughs) so the aftertaste is more sour than last week kind of tart yeah there you go Mm -hmm. it just kind of has that the usual like kind of generic fruity taste all right how many tenths out of ten especially considering that this is like an eight dollar bottle of wine i think i'll give this a six all right all right and okay, so let me put my rating in. It's now entered <laughs> for all eternity. And maze five has been recorded. Look at that. We're up to fifty-four ratings. Wow. Wow. Impressive. Yeah. It's and it spans um wine. Oh man. Wine. Sparkling beer, seltzers. Booze. Tequila. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty what varied really- list awful sparkling wine that john got that had gold flakes in it for why because oh, yeah. it had gold in it it was awful it and it was cheap. It, it was cheap it was cheap it was it was like twelve dollars dollars yeah it was on, it was on clearance cost. it was on clearance that's what it was that there's a reason why it was on clearance. <laughs> well now there's we a know. reason why they put fake gold flakes in it so you'll buy yeah. it because yeah, John it's had all me strain the gold uh-huh. flakes out of it, and then he like, put we had this really, wine. really shitty wine. It's all right. We'll just sprinkle some gold in it, and it'll sell <laughs> out. Uh-huh. See, they get me. Awesome. Okay. Well, a very successful wine tasting segment. I'm very proud of all of your selections. Love it. Good job. <laughs> Thanks, India. All right. Let's get to the reason we're all here to talk gambler. Oh, is that all we're talking about? That's why I'm here. I okay, maybe not. <laughs> I thought it was so May and I could solidify our friendship and perpetually gang up on you. Right. I well, was, I just figured I, like, that was, was a planning given. on dogging you like this whole entire time. No, no, no we I can mean, keep doing game. that because part of your gambler experience is your experience with me at gamblers. <laughs> and so I'm sure you have plenty of ammo to talk smack about me. I forgot about the trailer. Uh-huh. <laughs> Until yeah. this moment yep. in my life. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we should start from the beginning. So, yes. um, May, for someone who has never heard of or been to a gambler type event, 
How would you describe that to them? So how I do it, my little spiel uh, is Gambler 500 is a navigational challenge. You take highly impractical vehicles. You have fun. You can create themes, have a team dress up. You can just run it stock with absolutely nothing on it. There are these checkpoints that you have coordinates that you go to. And in between there, you pick up trash. You leave the earth better than how you found it. And there's just, it's solid camaraderie. It doesn't matter what state you go to, what event you go to. I have never been around a group of people that we haven't had fights. We haven't had to like kick people out. I mean, personally, I've never been a part of that. And I haven't heard too much about that going on. Um, It is just everyone getting together for the same cause, wanting to do a bunch of stupid stuff and and have a great time and create memories while doing it. Yeah. So is it all like on the road or is it off-road? Like Uh, pavement is lava. So most of it is is back roads. Yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) Pavement is lava. Um, how long does a typical gambler event go? Um, normal events usually go uh, Saturday and Sunday. A lot of the times people will come and camp out, come on a Friday and mm-hmm. camp out. And sometimes they'll stay till Monday, you know, just to leave. And um, so they're not driving back late at night. But usually it's just a Saturday and Sunday event. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. It's so what's your favorite? Fun. What's your favorite thing about a gambler event? Oh my goodness. Or, you know, favorite couple things. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think it goes back to just the camaraderie. Like I've, I've never been able, I mean, so many people from different states, all walks of life, all different mm-hmm. backgrounds, different social levels, whatever you want to call it, can get together and just bond over this one event. And I just, I absolutely, that's probably one of my most favorite things. And then my second one would be, I get to dress however I want to and no one makes fun of me. <laughs> May has that's had awesome. some really awesome costumes. Um, I think you should tell us about them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> at know. least like, at least one of them. I mean, traditionally I do, you know, like fishnet stockings with a tutu you know, yes, I was envisioning a tutu. Uh, this is amazing. Like a tank top and a leather jacket. That's kind of my traditional go-to. Um, I was in oh Oregon. Oh my God, you're my hero. I was in Oregon three weeks ago for an event called Dirty Divas. It is a females event. Um, and I mean, there were men there, but it's it's majority female. And my co-pilot is Dylan. He lives in California. He's one of the coordinators up there. And we had matching flamingo outfit <gasps> stop it i love flamingos can uh, you see my little my cup has flamingos on it <laughs> that's amazing yeah mine was this like long-sleeved wrap dress and he had the blazer the pants the tie like it was and we each wore like straw hats it was oh my god it was that's amazing yeah in the middle of the desert <laughs> So is Gambler Dirty Divas, is it like ladies' night, but gambler? Baby, basically, yeah. It's ladies' weekend. It's it's women having their own – because there are. there, And the women that have joined the Gambler have grown and grown and grown. I know our first Kansas rally that we put on, there's just like a handful of women. And now it seems like they're all coming out of the woodworks. And I'm That's loving awesome. it. And so this is just – 
to kind of celebrate and for women to get together and just rock this. <laughs> that's amazing. I definitely want to go do this. Ooh, you have um, to. Because that's something that like I always really wanted to improve like when I was working in track events. Like I would look at our statistics every year about how many women were coming, like what was the percentage of women driving. And like, you know, it was better than like average, but it also wasn't good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, you know, I would talk to various, like any, you know, sign- woman of significance in motorsports that I got to meet, I would talk to her and be like, hey, what are your ideas for getting more women involved Right, Because it's just not, it's not stereotypically a welcoming environment for women. And you know, nobody ever had good ideas for me. (laughs) So like I did what I could at like a really small level, but I I don't think it's really taken off. Like I would have. No, but I think that's amazing because you, you, you might not realize the ripple effect it has now, but maybe on down the road, maybe you have sparked something. And so so I think that's phenomenal. And that's one of those. So, um, the dirty divas, uh, they have, with big old, like, you know, four by six actual flag. Um, nice. And when I was there, oh, hi, meow, meow. <laughs> Pickle. Oh, yeah, you might see mine. He gets jealous sometimes, and so he'll walk across here. Love it. Um, but so the Dirty Divas have decided to, uh, because you're right, sometimes um, it is off-putting for females, whether mm-hmm. it's in the racing world or the automotive or whatever. And I love that. That's why I've always looked up to Jessie Combs because she mm-hmm. just like, she didn't care. I'm going to yeah. do what I want to do. It's like, and I'm I here. That. Just get over it. Yeah. yeah. And so um, the Dirty Divas wanted to make sure that women felt safe, that, you know, no matter what, you always have a safe place. And so um, by the cor- uh, the coordinators of Dirty Divas, they actually gave me one of their Dirty Divas flags. And they asked me at every event, if you go to Will you fly this? I'm going to make a post and anyone who sees this flag will know that you're a safe place. So if they ever feel uncomfortable or ever feel berated or just out of place, or this is their first event and they don't know who to hook up with or Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be, as soon as they see that flag, everyone will know that that's a safe place. And I was one of the very first ones to get a flag. And so now that flag is going to travel with, it's hanging on my bedroom wall, like a little 15 year old boy's room. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So yeah, so that that flag will go with me to every event. And I feel very, very honored to be given that. That's so cool. I would totally like cling to you like a child if I saw you and be like, okay, let's be friends now. Thank you. Well, it's it's funny. That's so rad. The event that I had with, uh, a couple of years ago that I brought some friends from out of state, they were both gay and they totally felt comfortable being at an event that you were putting on. So even before this, you were already doing right. a good job of cultivating Aww. that environment. Yeah. Well, of thank inclusivity you. and welcoming and yeah. Yeah. And just making people feel good. Yeah. It's not like we were like super, like we weren't announcing it to everybody. The only person I think I told was James. Cause I was like, Hey, we're all sleeping together. So, hey, by the way, uh, but that was like, just so you know, yeah. <laughs> and James is a veteran too, so like, it, it's like he's the same way as me, where it's like, okay, what's different? Uh, right. Yeah. You know, this is something right. that it's I'm like, used hey, to. if we're all bunking, then you should just know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. I 
Oh, I have like such a full heart now that makes me really happy. <laughs> the gambler is just that that's what it is. Like I cannot think about a bad moment. Like even if you're broke down on the side of the road or your rig breaks or you're stranded for seven hours or whatever the case may be, like you never leave a gambler like feeling bad. Yeah. Like you yeah. still have beautiful memories and those kind of rough times mm-hmm. become funny stories later on. That's just it's something that reminds me so much of of summer camp in that like no matter who you were like in your everyday like school year kind of life, like no matter what your personality was, even if you were like a massive loser, like you could be such a weirdo, but at summer camp, people thought you were rad and celebrated you for exactly who you are. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, yes, these are my people. <laughs> and, and that's and so what you do. You grow and you attach to those people. And mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's beautiful. I love it. I think that's great. Well, that makes me really happy. The, the support thing is interesting coming from like a motorsports organizer viewpoint. Cause like James and I, um, James Cahill, who I think is still the RE for Kansas region and the SCCA, our, like our first gambler that we went to him and I have like a, had a bunch of like uh, motorsports safety licenses and stuff like that. And it organized all kinds of events, including rally events. And our first, I remember our first impression of it was there is no way that something like the gambler could ever get approved by a major organization like the SCCA. <laughs> <laughs> the insurance like, people would is- be like, no, this is going against everything we have ever done. Yeah. Um, but what was really impressive to me was the ratio of support vehicles, like flatbeds and like people showing up with basically entire workshops on their trucks to vehicles participating was greater than any like other motorsports event I'd ever been to. That always really impressed me with the events you guys put together was how how many like support people you got to show up and how like on a random trail somewhere I would see if a um a flatbed tow truck following everybody along because it's like yeah somebody's gonna break along and I'm gonna pull them out and and take care of them and it was just like nobody paid that guy no and that's a beautiful thing of it is if someone did go off on that we always encourage people to travel in a pack at least yep. one person or one other additional vehicle. But even if you did decide to go off on your own and you broke down somewhere, as long as, long as you weren't like the very last person, right? like anyone and everyone would stop. They don't, I mean, it wouldn't matter yeah. if, they, oh, yeah. if they've known you for years or they met you that morning, like they would stop. I don't know how many times I've seen people on the side of the road. And that's why we have, you know, different awards, different giveaways and things like that. And one of our biggest one that we did was the AAA Gambler. And it was who was the most helpful person during this event. Because I I think, you know, you got to give credit where it's due. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's something um, for people to actually admire, that they were willing to help strangers. And that's this event. Just it bonds people. And it's just absolutely amazing. Well, you it's like the exact opposite of The Bachelor, where people are like, I'm just here to make friends. (laughs) (laughs) Which is exactly what I would be doing on The Bachelor. Like, I'm just here to be bros with everybody. This is great. I might be the only female that's never watched an episode of The Bachelor. (laughs) I only watch it when somebody else is like, hey, we're watching The Bachelor. And I'm like, okay, I guess we're watching I just found out that in one of the Southeast Asia versions of it, apparently it was The Bachelor. So there was a, a guy bachelor 
trying to date a bunch of women. Two of the women were like, hey, I like you. You like me? Yeah, cool. All right, let's just go to be together. Fuck this guy. Good for yeah, them. Yeah, I know. And I was like, oh, yeah. good for them. <laughs> yeah, good for them. But um, so works out. you guys do more than like you guys have like at the end of each event, you have like the big award. And that usually goes to somebody that was very helpful. But then you also still have a secondary like support award right well um we would have several awards we would we would have an award for who traveled the farthest um uh shout out to my northerners usually mm-hmm. in fargo north dakota yeah. all my what? north dakota people oh been to every kansas rally they nice. are faithful they are amazing people so like we would always do who drove the farthest we would do like a triple a gambler and the thing is we would have people vote so it wasn't like we were being biased right by by picking and so it was one of those whoever got the most votes kind of thing to where it was the pressure was off of us and so and then we had an all-around you know who exhibits the gambler spirit the most um whether they were helpful whether they were just kind to everybody what you know whatever the case may be who who showed the most gambler spirit and they would get the biggest prize they would get the we would make trophies, and we'd yeah. have other people make trophies. They're usually like that. crazy awesome. Uh, I know that James. I and mean, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> James and I won the support role award our first year. When our first year showing up as emergency party services. Oh my gosh! Which, it was no, that was one of my hands down, Farlington Lake, our first time because we've actually camped there twice. Okay. Um. The first time was when you guys were there. That was a really cool campsite. That is campsite. still one of my most favorite events that I ever helped put on. That, that was a I mean, very well done event. James and I were super impressed as event organizers. And even though like the second night, like we got destroyed by rain. Uh, it was so bad. It, it was horrible rain and we were all supposed to be camping. And you guys just pulled like what, 60, 70 people into a giant barn and everybody just slept together nice like <laughs> yeah that was that was really cool and like that was it like an abandoned barn or no. like did you no, know the no barn it or? was it was where they do um the county fairs and stuff we had rented out that gotcha. barn gotcha. To, it was actually it's like 15 dollars to rent i'm not even oh sure. yeah i'm sure it was yeah, no. it, but it was like in the middle of nowhere but it was amazing do you know how many trophies and beads and money, I won that oh, yeah. night. <laughs> so I had a whole, um, this whole reward system related to playing games and drinking and exhibiting. No, I, I remember this. Okay. I and think. exhibiting what I yeah. perceived as the spirit of gambling, even though this was my first gambler. <laughs> um, and I would. He, he, he talked like he knew what he was talking yeah. about. And that's yeah. all that mattered. It was that it's confidence. The confidence. Yeah. I was super winging it. <laughs> And I would exchange with people, like, if you win something, and all it could be was, hey, do you want to play a game? Yeah. Okay. What's it called? Oh, it's called drink. All you have to do is drink. Okay. And they take a drink, yeah. a sip of their drink, <laughs> drink and then I give them like, a prize. And then, like, you would get- No, but do you remember how I won all my prizes? Uh, well, there's a mixture of things. There was, be- there was beer bongs. There was arm wrestling. There was drink. What did you, what were you doing? So Friday night, I had never, me in my thirties had never beer bonged in my whole entire life. (laughs) And so me and one of the very few girls that were there, I think there was only like maybe like four or five girls at that event. 
She was like, I haven't either. Do you want to do it together? Oh. I was like, yeah, like no one's paying attention. And so me and my girlfriend, Jamie Gunn, she, we stood side by side and we did it. And all of a sudden it was down in like two seconds. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? I was like, I think I found my hidden oh, talent. Yeah, now I remember. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> and so, and That's so, amazing. Uh, Good for you. <laughs> so then obviously we started to get a crowd. Yeah. And because yeah. Jamie's like, oh, let me try it again. Let me. I was like, okay, maybe it was just a fluke. I love this. Let me try it again. Uh, no, <laughs> it wasn't a fluke. It happened again. And so then several guys were like in line, like waiting in line. We're in this circle. They're waiting in line to go against me. You lose, you lose, you yeah. lose, you lose. And then people start making bets because they think I'm going to blow chunks. Oh, no. Nope. Never once. Didn't happen. So I beat Yet everybody that may. night. <laughs> So I found my hidden talent. Yeah. Well, then Saturday <laughs> night, Saturday night, everyone's like, oh, I want a rematch. Like, these guys were actually getting upset. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle was amazing. He was like, no, let's go again. Let's go. Well, like, three times in a row. I'm like, dude, I dude, don't know. Like, I look like I'm four months pregnant because I'm just chugging all of this beer. <laughs> like, I knew I should have just went to the back and done, like, a factory reset or something. And then right? I Right, yeah. <laughs> But people were, they were, they were laying down money. They were laying down like uh, Mm -hmm. gambler memorabilia, trophies, beads. And it was, I am still undefeated. Yeah, that was. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, that was very (laughs) impressive to me. How much, I forgot about that. I would have paid so much money to be there for that. And I would have been cheering you on and talking trash on your behalf. (laughs) I mean, I'm kind of embarrassed, but. You know, I'm still going to brag about it. <laughs> yeah, don't be embarrassed. That's amazing. Good for you. Oh, I have to ask you really quick. Is that the logo? Yes, ma'am. It that is. That is so cool. So that that bow, the red with the white polka dots, that's Jesse Combs. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. I love that. I love the the lips in the yeah. zero on the 500. Yeah. That's so awesome. I'm going to have to send this to my sister-in-law. She does graphic design. She'll think this is rad. Man, yeah. Can you can you explain some of the like the lore and lingo of Gambler Five Hundred, like ABG and stuff? Asian girl babies? No, ABG. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so ABG is always be gambling. Uh-huh. Uh, I actually have that because you know I'm Kansas boss, so you got the sunflower, Love and so it. I have I have ABG. Oh my god! Right I didn't know that. Oh, that's cool. She's showing us a, a tattoo boss. of wait, Kansas oh, Moss. Oh, yeah, sorry. On my bicep. Yeah, and with ABG Kansas in the middle. Boss. Okay. <laughs> but no, so yeah, that's why I have the sunflower. Um, this is actually my event arm. Um, so I went to the Missouri, Colorado. I got Arkansas, Oregon. I got Hoopty Cross. Uh, I need to add a couple more. But, that's really so cool. So this is my event nice. arm. So always be gambling what's what is correct if you had to explain it or could attempt to explain it oh oh gosh <laughs> i mean it's that is a really good question that's hard to actually i don't think i've ever been asked that before <laughs> um i went i don't know you've been a part of this too yeah. well yeah well, how would you explain it yeah well, I, I you know I, I i lean towards asking you for us and giving you the first opportunity to explain no cause... i mean i see it i see it as not a, not always traveling on the safe side yep it's like all right this is stock and there's no way it's going to go through this trail mm-hmm. 
skinny pedal ABG. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so it is, it's going against the laws of gravity when it comes to off-roading in a Crown Vic. <laughs> I don't yes. know. No, I that's, love that. <laughs> that's, that's kind of where I'm at on it is that like where, because the whole premise is like that you try to acquire a vehicle for $500. They veered away from that. That okay. was the original yeah. premise. Correct. And I would think that like when I started coming, that was still kind of the idea. Um, Correct. And so like, dude, so the, the, the conversation was, all, especially when I showed up with James and my buddies uh, in the $500 Grand Cherokee, was James was the driver and he would get nervous about something. And I'd be like, dude, it's a $500 Jeep. Just fucking send it. Yeah. Fuck it. Right. What's going to happen? Are $500 Jeeps going to get broken? Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, gosh, gee whiz, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sore about this. I, like, I love how, like, excessive and yet not this is. It's like, yeah, okay, it's a $500 car, but yeah, just leave the car. It's fine. Nobody nobody cares. I mean, it's not like I came to this pool to get wet. That's basically <laughs> right. what I'm saying. So yeah, it's, I, I think that's funny. <laughs> well, what's crazy is that, like, I just a lot it. of times, a lot of these vehicles get fixed up, and uh, if they wanted to, they could sell it off for $500. So, like, usually, unless you, like, have a catastrophic failure, you can get your money back if you wanted. So, wait, oh, yeah. So, if we're talking about setups sure. so what are some of your favorite gambler rigs that you've seen oh my gosh okay so just because it's close to my heart very first event i ever helped put on uh it would have to be the van halen yes. guys adam logan up in <laughs> city i have he, seen this car <laughs> yes no he will forever and always be what he's a brother to me and that van i have driven it i have ridden in it i have <laughs> helped fix it. I have ramped it in Colorado <laughs> when he had already left and went home and left it with me. Um, <laughs> and he, cause he has street tires that are like super small so he can get this big van on a trailer. Wow. And then when he pulls it off, he puts the bigger tires on. <laughs> okay. Uh, but he didn't have the bigger tires on. It was his smaller tires. And not all the bolts were tightened. Like, they were just on the... Because it was just supposed to be on and off the trailer. Yeah. And we were in Colorado. They had already left, and we were trailering it back to our house. And I was like, keys are in it. I'm taking it. So we were in this field in Colorado, and there was this big dip. And so I hit that really hard, and then I tried to do a donut. And then I heard, no, stop. No, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's tightened. Don't do it. Yeah. The aftermath. Yeah. Did you, okay. So did you complete the donut? Or... Oh yes. Oh, one thousand okay. percent. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. ABG. Right. Exactly. I, mean, <laughs> I know, but then I would feel awful because it's not my rig. So, yeah. but so I had to tell, I had to call uh, Logan and tell him this, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't know. He was like, eh, You're fine. <laughs> I didn't know you half-assed the whole thing. Right. <laughs> And so, yes, Logan, Logan Adams. Um, and he always has different teammates almost every time. He's had a couple of the same ones, but it's usually he invites different people every time. Um, but yes, our very first event, Van Halen showed up. They had wigs and these tights and they had beautiful. Uh, tube socks. They had tube socks <laughs> shut down their tights. And those guys are awesome. It was. 
they're, so he's he's they're the amazing. gateway guy for gambler. Then, Correct. It sounds like Correct. awesome. Yeah, you know, these it was and just super friendly and hey guys, da 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 da. You know, just and what's, <laughs> very high that. energy. What's crazy is Logan is very. If you saw Logan in his regular attire and like his regular day to day, is he super beige? He's a, he's a pretty metrosexual kind of yeah. boy. Like oh gosh, like. He works in like graphic. So all of our all of our posters and our stickers and everything, Logan oh, designed. I didn't know that. He okay. did. I mean, super. Yeah, so super talented. Yeah. He's absolutely amazing. And so yeah, uh, street clothes and him being a normal mm-hmm. person, I would not nope. get Van Halen from him. <clears throat> no, by any it's, means. <laughs> it's funny. He was talking one time about how um, they just keep the Van Halen van in storage basically when they're not doing gamblers. And then, like, maybe a week before the gambler starts, he'll, like, pull it out of storage and drive it to work, which is in downtown <laughs> Kansas City. And, like, yep. everybody yep. will be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> they're like, yes. I'm learning something <laughs> brand new about you. What is this? <laughs> and it has, did you explain it, it has the full, like, Van Halen album cover on the side? It does. It's completely it's, wrapped. It's definitely... It, well, it's not wrapped. It's spray painted. <laughs> oh wow, that's very but good as, job. As I didn't know that. Be. I assumed that was wrapped yeah. with how well it was done. No, wow. No, that's that's spray paint. Um, he uh, but it's definitely spelt different. So he got that van super cheap because it had all this hail damage. So Van yes, Halen is spelt H A I L I N apostrophe. Yeah, yeah. those Halen. are good guys. So. That's amazing. They're amazing, absolutely. Amazing. Logan, so, let's get a beer sometime. You yeah. seem rad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm o- I'm okay, <laughs> but that would probably be one of my favorite rigs. I mean, I have so many. I could just ramble oh, yeah. on for like three hours. Red Rocket is a great team and car. Pickled it. Pickled it. <laughs> so, no, I mean no, because Red Rocket was the guys, yeah. and the girls had the green, and so they were the pickled yeah. dicks. And so. That was an amazing group. I don't know if they still run because I haven't been there for a few years, but they were amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know the last time they went to Kansas, uh, but Lester and Stacy run SWAR, the Southwest oh, Arkansas. I didn't know that. Okay. I need to get to that one. Yep. They're the coordinators. Okay. Because I'm down in oh Louisiana gosh, now, so that. I need to get over there. I'll steal uh, their vehicle again. As yep. you should. Uh, yeah. I, I just got back. When was SWAR? What is I want to say April, okay. like the the second third weekend of April it was, um, all the way May definitely came out on. <laughs> I I think Friday I think I got drunk like four times, that's, um, like consecutively. That is yeah. uh, that is yeah. like I kind of yep. sobered up and. With how uh, long? Sorry, mom. Like sorry, consecutive dad. life with, sentences, but you're yeah. Just like, with how long the days are, that is one of the things that I've explained about. If I'm not a driver, is yeah, if you're I was not driving. Yeah, if you're a passenger and you're and you're doing full ABG, like you're gonna yeah. get drunk multiple times <laughs> in a day, without a doubt. I, uh, oh my gosh! Hold okay. on, I gotta actually. So hold on. Oh my god, I love her. She's so amazing. Much. Yeah. What is she pulling out? Sorry. So, you know, China cabinets are supposed to be like all cute and fancy. It's slowly getting taken over by gambler stuff. <laughs> Good. It's turning it. into the trophy um, case. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, and I have uh, 
Fancy flowers in there, it balances. It's I like, fine. you know, if we're being honest, uh, plaques are cheaper than China. Plaques are cheaper than China. Can confirm. So I won three, like, I, I have three prizes. From the last gambler? <laughs> From Swar. In one event? Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> what did you do? Uh, trash can oh, champion. Which, well, anyone who take, took a drink of this trash can got one of these. Okay. Because it's honorary kind All of right. thing. Like, is, it, it like, is it like jungle juice? Where they just mix it in a trash can? Or are you just... <laughs> that, like, and then add some, like, ammonia in it. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, and then I won drunkest. Oh lord! <laughs> Is it related the, to the first award? It, there are some contributions. <laughs> 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 um, and then so Swar is very big on they have this adult Easter egg hunt. Jesus Christ! And so what they oh do is God, that's amazing. They have the you know the little shot. You know, yeah, bottles shooters, and they put them in yeah. Easter eggs. And so, <laughs> this is Genius. so. This was my very first soir, and I was not privy to this. Um, but so the rules are: if you find an egg, you open it. You have to drink it. If you find another egg, you open it's it. Like you drink iced. it. You find another. And so, so whoever finds the most eggs wins. <laughs> <laughs> and did so, you just collect all the eggs, not yes. knowing this? <laughs> <laughs> Are we the same person? Because I would have done that. I'd be like, look at all the eggs I found. I was. So I'm sitting by the campfire on the floor like a little kid. Like I'm sitting on my knees, like unwrapping all these Easter eggs. And I'm like, ooh, this one's good. Oh, someone, I'll give that to somebody else. Ooh, this one's real good. I'm going to stick it in my pocket so no one steals it. Like I'm like trying to like, you know, categorize each of these. Like what am I going to drink first? Like Halloween candy. (laughs) Yes, 1,000%. Oh, no. And so I end up drinking a lot of it, but I didn't drink it. And so they were, this is a, a wooden plaque. Like it's a legit. Oh my gosh. That's very nice. Like, adult Easter egg hunt. It has this beautiful, it is Who's like, uh, twas the night before Christmas, except it's all gambler wow. and soir. It is I love hilarious. It. <laughs> and so you got, you know, Jess and Ashley Weddle and you got oh. Mr. Jim Wait, right so here. So Pickle Dick runs all so, like, yeah, it's. Uh, huh? The pickle t- group runs all this. Yeah, uh, well, uh, Lester and Stacy okay. do. Shoot, I need to get to that. They're they're Swar- very good people. Amazing. I love that. It was absolutely beautiful and embarrassing. Oh, I bet. India, but- for for clarification, I once stole one of their cars and drove away and was gone for like an hour <laughs> in another part of the campground, recruiting random white trash people to come hang out with us. And when I came back yeah. in their vehicle, oh they had zero problems that I stole their car. No, yeah, well, of course. Like, just it was that, amazing. That sounds so on brand. I, I'm not shocked like, at all. No, they didn't even know. Like, it wasn't like, haha, I'm going to steal your car. Like, I didn't even tell them. I just like saw that the keys. You I saw the it. keys were in the ignition, and I just acted. And they were amazing. I mean, I, I don't know what it says about me that this sounds so normal, but like. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> I mean, if your keys are in it, I can't even begin to tell you how many cars right. I've stolen within the gambler yeah. world. It's it's kind of yeah. like that's, that's fair game. If the keys are in it, it's you were fair asking game. for it. Yeah, you know, I hate to use that phrase, but yeah. they were asking 1, for it. One thousand percent. 
Not to victim <laughs> blame. So this cabinet, right? So this cabinet has started to overflow. I have a, oh. a signed Ooh. Jesse Combs. Oh, that's cool. Wait, is that yeah, what, uh, Tate Morgan? Is that what your who started the gambler gave this to me? 2017 is when she. That's the year that she drove that 88 Miata. Is that what your outfit is inspired by? Correct. Oh, so you see that yeah. the yep. You will see, I always wear that bandana. Yeah. So that bandana, actually, I have her welding hood, which is in mm. the same, it's the red with the white polka dots. Yeah. And so Lincoln produced it. And so it came with a bandana. Oh. And so I will always and forever. But not just the bandana, uh, but the, awesome. the um, aviator's cap with the goggles is a style that yeah. you've adopted. I didn't know that was inspired by her. Yeah. Jesse Combs. Yeah. Yep, one thousand percent. Okay. An homage. And then I have Combs. my uh my trading card that's also in my cabinet. <laughs> Which that's cool. Wait, when were these produced? This year. Uh I just want a, a couple, trading card. Uh I was part of the first batch that was printed Who's out. Them? I am Nicole Poe so, is making them. She she lives in California right now. I'm number yeah. four. Uh, there's Lil Blue. And then my Jesse Is this Bear. for the Umbrella Gambler 500 organization that's producing these? This is this is everybody from every state. Wow. I, I mean, it's just you know yeah, this thing. is like nationwide. That's so cool. Dude, that's yeah. right. you're on uh, trading so cards. Got a little blue. How I cool know. is that? <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. And then like it's like a baseball card, like it has stats and stuff what? on the back. <laughs> like yeah. Future queen of everything. Oh, I love that's it. amazing. Oh, you saw that. Yeah. So it says, it says all the way May, year in, because our even though we got into it in 2016, our first event was 2017. Um, and it says, drives Little Blue, a 1980 Ford Courier, um, obsessed with pickles, drove the 88 Miata, known for general badassery and being a great listener, future queen of everything. Love this. And number says, four in your cards, number one in our hearts, all the Mom! way May. <laughs> <laughs> and then it says top ten favorite gamblers, Dirty Diva. So That's yeah, awesome. And they even it was so cute because look, they even have a little sunflower in the corner. Aww, That's really cool. I know. What's so cute? Yeah. So wait. Nicole Poe's absolutely so wait, amazing. you said Miata. You have a Miata right now? No. So the Mi the Miata that Jesse Combs drove in the gambler, that blue eighty eight yeah, Miata. Okay. I I was up hanging out with Tate one day, helping him clean out his shop, just doing a whole bunch of stuff up in uh, Portland. And well, he lives in Westland, but that doesn't matter. Um, and so, anyways, he was like, "Hey, do you do you want to drive this?" I was like, oh. "Yeah." Does a bear shit in the woods? <laughs> like, yes, obviously. <laughs> and so I did, and I I cried most of the time because I'm driving down this road. And on on the rear view mirror, she wrote in permanent marker, send it. Nice. And it's still yes. there. Hell yeah. Love it. And I'm like, I'm like, she sat here. Like yeah. she yeah. she shifted this stick. <laughs> she did all of this. And so, and then I'm going down this road and I just see Mount Hood, this beautiful mountain, right at the end of this road. And I just I just start bawling while I'm driving. Like Aww. it was just an amazing, beautiful moment. And so yeah. yeah, I've oh, I've I gotten, just want to no. hug you. <laughs> I just one. Well, I've just I've always been so inspired by Jesse Combs, yeah. and she has just been. I you know I don't try to 
idolize too many celebrities or, you know, whomever the case may be. It's like your ego's already big enough. She didn't have a big ego. And it was all about right. females can do this too. And, you know, all of these, uh, she would put on workshops for, you know, girls, little girls to come and learn how to weld and w work on cars. And I mean, it was just, she was somebody who I was like, I want to do this too. Like, I truly admire you. And it wasn't out of celebrity or fame or anything like that. And I don't feel right. like any of that went to her head. She was still very down to earth and very real and um, yeah. hands on doing the work. I'm looking at, yeah. at pictures of the That's Miata awesome. and it's a pretty badass off-road yeah. Miata build. I like it. Yeah. Tate build that, built okay. that for her That's awesome. the gambler. That would have been a lot That's of fun so to drive. So much fun. Uh, May, have you looked at the at the Texas gamblers at all? Um, I have. I have not been there. Poncho um, does that, and I I am going to say sorry if someone else also runs. Um, Poncho, I do know him. Um, he runs more down. Uh, he just recently did the Mexican the Mexico one. Um, but I know that he does stuff okay. in Texas as well. Um, and then. There is another Texas mm -hmm. one, but I have yet to well, actually okay. venture down so, there to yeah, do I, that. Not to speak for India, but if you <laughs> if you're thinking about going to doing a Texas gambler, India lives in Austin, and it's and true. And one of the okay. ideas we've thrown around is us, her and her husband Houston and I doing a Texas gambler. So if you ever thought about doing a Texas Gambler, maybe that's something we could all do together. So I want to say the Gambler and Hoopty event, I could be so wrong. Do you have it pulled up by chance? I just saw that you were messing with stuff. The, no, no, I was just looking I at the, um, I just know that they, <laughs> You were just yeah, looking at but the I Miata. just happen to know that they do a Texas Gambler because I've looked into it before. Right. I know the Hoopty Cross usually happens like end of October, beginning of November, but I don't For know Texas? if... Oh, that's um, a great time. Yeah, but I don't know if the rally goes on yeah. at the same time. I think we time. missed it already for this year. Um, so it'd be a next year thing. But for clarification, that you, you brought up HoopDX for the first time. Um, for any of our people who have done a rally cross or who have seen like drifting done on like something like a go-kart track rally x at least in the experience that i've seen for kansas <laughs> is you take you take rally oh. cars and you put them on a motocross track and it's bonkers okay so let's let me clarify because chuck brazel will have my <laughs> head if i don't actually clarify okay. this so ours was very off the wall, very different, um, <laughs> as is what we yes. usually do in Kansas. It's not, it doesn't fit and, the mold and of to everybody be fair, else, which is perfect. No state, no state yeah, should be yep, the same. Yep, yep. To be fair, um, I can only go by secondhand accounts because I wasn't there because it was, it was like, it was done at like 1 PM on a Saturday and I was already passed out. <laughs> I was so done at that we got back to the camp at like 12 30 so and i went brand. to my tent and i laid on my cot and i was done for four hours at least <laughs> yeah uh so 
We did this. It was very unconventional. The way that uh, Chuck usually does it is it's usually like a mile, mile and a half course. It's usually on dirt. He might have some little whoops, some jumps, um, nice twists and curves, but it is on a nice track area. Kansas, uh, we couldn't really find, or we just thought, hey, this will be more fun. So we took a moto track and just the really, really big jumps, they kind of mowed down for us yeah, a little they bit. They were huge. Um, <laughs> Which probably still isn't. Oh my gosh. Oh, so many vehicles broke. We even had it. Yeah. And we even had a vehicle yep. roll. Well, you we had two of them roll. Um, uh, I, I'm, I regret being that drunk. That's, that I how, messed up. that's how we do it. Just yeah. redneck in Kansas. <laughs> and and the people that like um, ABG, yeah, oh no, I this is it. super duper ABG. This was hardcore ABG. When so I, bad. I, cause so I, bad. I was talking to Rallycross so people who saw it and they're like, yeah, I'm thinking about running it. And I was like, I'll check it out and I'll let you guys know. And then I saw it and I was like, you do not want to nope. run your car at this. You will destroy nope. it. So that is <laughs> Just for clarification, when it comes to Hoopty Cross, <laughs> that was yeah. a one-time Very one-time. And that was uh, specific yeah. to Kansas. And it'll probably, from this day forward, or from that day forward, that will never, ever happen again. That was it's a like one-time the, thing. It's like the, the, um, the Woodstock of, of Hoopty X. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was so funny so we uh we had went there prior to obviously yeah. to check it out and they were like all right how how capable is it for cars to actually do this so we had several of our gambler guys you know come with us we had all different we had our bronco uh -huh. and then there you know there was all different kinds of vehicles and so we all kind of took turns seeing how it felt and then one of my buddies Devin Shannon, he has Rogaru and he mounted an office chair on his roof rack and I ratchet strapped my lap to hell? his roof rack. This and is amazing. What's wrong with through you? This track. <laughs> Jesus. No, I think that's what they did with the with the tank that I drove is they kind of just welded a seat to the top of it and you Well, just... his was detachable. So he put it in his back seat when I wasn't riding. And nice. when I went to uh, Ozarks Gambler, I don't know how many miles through the Ozark Mountains I rode what? on Why top of an office the chair, fine? just riding <laughs> through Arkansas. Why? How how the was the fuck? lumbar support though? <laughs> I mean, it was it was not great. No. <laughs> There, there are videos. Yeah, I haven't seen I that. Oh my gosh! It was, Please do. We would love to see this. Uh, going uh, when we were on the moto track because you know they have yep. those little like boop 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 where you hit them real mm -hmm. fast. I looked the, like this the washboard. It was absolutely yeah, sure. awful. <laughs> yeah, and I had because I, I, you know, I what ratchet strap myself, so I just had this solid bruise across both legs. Well I mean, earned. They yeah. don't. True. They don't True. call me Fair all enough. the way May for Fair nothing. Enough. Fair enough. <laughs> nope. That's impressive. So speaking of like just fantastical things at a gambler, if there's something that you could add to a typical gambler event, like cost no object, what would it be? To add to? 
Yeah, to like have with you on site at a gambler event. Like if you could add anything, cost no object, what would it be? Oh, it would be a constant running some sort of video system because my issue is I get so in the moment. I don't think about taking pictures. I don't think, I mean, thank the Lord. Other people do, especially at Dirty Divas just a few weeks ago. I took 10 pictures for the whole (laughs) entire time I was there. And it's like that it didn't even do it justice. And so like I had to thank everybody for taking additional pictures so I could actually see what my co-pilot and I did and different fun things and, you know, like that. But it would be a continuous running Mm-hmm. Like a, a videography, crew. yeah, like yeah. like a documentary kind of thing, like to where nothing is missed. People are kind of not mic'd up, but kind of might like <laughs> hidden mics in the trees and on tents yeah. and lamp posts, and you know, I would mul- totally watch views. a mic'd up segment. Of, oh my gosh, like, some gambler people! If oh you my did gosh, it, I I couldn't even begin to talk about. Conver- I mean, how did how did the oh. whole fajita <laughs> thing start? Okay, so, the fajita thing. So. I mean, you can't explain yeah. conversations at the gambler. Like all of a sudden, it's just random as yeah. all get yeah. out, and you're just like, "Where did this even come from?" But yeah. it, I'm um, not mad about it. Yeah. Uh, our first gambler, because we were our theme was emergency party services, and we ran late. <clears throat> we showed up, and yeah, me was the organizer, so I tried to find one of the organizers, and she's sitting at the campfire with like a bunch of other people, and I just showed up and was like. Hey, who's running this? Oh, you? Okay, hey, um, would you mind if um we cooked fajitas for everybody at like 9, 10 p.m. on a Friday night? I was like, yeah. and so I'm thinking, okay, yeah, we'll pay for him. He's like, no, no. I was like, no, we have to have a tip jar. You can't just do that. Like, that's yeah. amazing. Like, I think that's beautiful, but yeah, we at least need a tip jar. Like, with yeah. the intent of running a full service yeah. bar with zero compensation and may... And then we're like, no, 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 no. People need to at least yeah. tip you. And we're like, okay, I guess that's cool. If if anything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's anything, it allows us to um, like just acquire more supplies along the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because supplies we went through stuff fast way on faster <laughs> on Friday night than we thought we would. But because everybody was like still chipping in, we were like, I don't give a shit. We'll just pick up more booze along the way. Yeah, I remember you telling me about yeah, that. Yeah, we picked up like uh, we gallons of liquor so I, the second day. So yeah. before before he even starts this fajita thing, we're doing the beer bong thing that happened first before anything. And so by then, I think I'm probably like ten, fifteen <laughs> beers in just from that event. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so and you're like fajitas sound great, yeah. right? And so, well, then you know, one being a woman, being a female. And also helping coordinate an event, I see these people whom I've never met before, you know, chopping up meat. And then I'm like, okay, they're getting ready to do something amazing for us. I need to, I need to help. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, hey guys. And I walk up to their table and I like fall on their table and spill like a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> I want to help. <laughs> and they're like, well, I guess you could cut up like vegetables, like peppers and onions and all that other stuff. We got the meat. I was like, well, do you guys have another knife? <laughs> uh, no. No. <laughs> but there's this and it's this machete. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. No, I was going to say there has to be a machete. There, there was. It, there was. It was a machete. Yeah. Yeah. And I, <laughs> uh, I got this. And they're yeah. like, 
Oh, I Does had people. She? No, I had people circling around me, watching me cut all these vegetables, you know, onions, peppers, everything, to make sure I didn't cut my finger off. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't bleed once. Yeah, Good. you did a great job. Such a pro. I was. I it was, was amazing, though. I'm I'm really <laughs> impressed by this answer though. Like I genuinely thought you were gonna say something like like a drunk tank or a daiquiri trailer or like yeah, oh the trailer well, was India, the next the, rally. Or India, like the a daiquiri trailer was the something. second time that James and I went. I I I built a oh, mobile amazing. bar and grill on a single axle trailer with a generator. <laughs> and there they're driving around. I'm standing on this trailer like, ah, and they're driving. And I'm like, you need a drink. You need a drink. <laughs> they give me this like vest, like this armor of beer that I just like help. But I don't even oh, know yeah, how many it beers to help. Like 20 or 30 vest that yeah. I wear, where instead of magazines of ammo, it's yes. just beers and yeah. white claws. I just shoved it's it with beers. beer. And then I had that metal uh, <laughs> knight's helmet. I was wearing that with this vest of beers. And I'm walking around. I'm like, you need a beer. And yeah. you, and I wasn't even drinking. That's the sad part. Yeah. That no, night, I didn't great. even drink because I was just so busy having yeah. fun and passing them all out. Uh, we had a bar. And because like James and I and Michael, Michael Annis had the trailer. We wanted it so that like we could drive up anywhere and just immediately start cooking hot dogs and serving margaritas. So the bar surface had a blender bolted to it. <clears throat> so like That's amazing. stuff wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I just I can just picture you like on the top of this trailer, like with Ride of the Valkyries playing behind you and like that's I mean you yes it was <laughs> that very amazing. very similar <laughs> so uh, other than beer vests what are your like must pack items for gambler like camping and car necessities aside oh gosh tutus and things like that <laughs> I mean yes and no I always carry my bandana with me my Jesse Combs bandana that's a given yeah. 1000%. Awesome. I never leave anywhere without it. Wet wipes, because I whore bath the whole entire time. Smart, smart. Mm -hmm. And then Q tips, mm -hmm. because just dirt and dust gets like everywhere. Everywhere. And it's yeah. so gross. Yeah, other than that, it's like, I mean, I'll wear the same clothes <laughs> for four days if I need to. Like, I don't care. <laughs> as long as I'm having fun, I mean, it's fine. <clears throat> So yeah, Q-tips and whore bathing, you know. Love it. Those are all yeah. excellent tips for a first-time gambler. Do you I have mean, any other tips? I don't want to like smell <laughs> like a fish market while I'm gambling. No, nobody wants to. I think so, that's smart. Yeah. If it's your first gambler, you're True. just going to overpack anything and everything, period, because you don't, you're not yeah. sure what to expect. Don't bring dogs. I wouldn't bring animals. I have, this. well, I mean, we have in the past. Currently, I would, no. It ends up being too much. It's like carrying a kid around. Yeah. Um, Unless it's like super, super, super trained and like an absolutely yeah. amazing dog, almost like a service dog. Yeah. Then that's fine. Outside of that, it ends up just being a headache. It is. It yeah. is yep. It's like bringing a kid, which on a side note, my daughter has been to several of our rally events 
She's helped, you know, with registration fees, selling shirts, you know, doing all that. She likes it because we're off-road and we're in groups. So she's able to drive. And so yeah. she's like, yes, oh. I want to do it. I want to do it. Hell yeah. How old is she? 15. Oh, it's, yeah. It's okay. cool that she has an interest in driving. She's been driving since she was like 10, rock crawling, doing all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but that's, that's, awesome. that's her excuse to be able to drive more and mm. get in the mud. And it's not actually like, okay, we're driving. You have to pay attention to yeah. the signs and lights. And, you know, mm -hmm. this is her like carefree, like I get a drive. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's good, right? Because then it's like, hey, you can be relaxed when you are driving a car in a real life scenario, you know? Right. And like if yeah. you've tackled some of these extreme instances in your car, then if you ever have to enc encounter something that is a little out of the ordinary or kind of challenging or even a little like intimidating out on the road, then you're, you'll be less intimidated. Like I totally get right. that. We have three questions that we ask every single guest. Okay. Um, so number one, what is your dream car? Oh, uh, definitely a 60s bug. Hands down. Baja. Oh. Um, Baja, very, yes. very patinaed <laughs> with the, the wooden roof rack. Um, big old oh, fatties yeah. underneath. That is 1,000%... If I buy a vehicle, whether it's my daily or my toy, my next vehicle is a bug, 1,000%. I love this answer. This is great. Like, I this am, is perfect. I am thoroughly <laughs> obsessed with them. <laughs> and rightfully so. They are adorable and capable. So yeah, yeah. But if mine wouldn't be like cute looking. It would be very rough and all patinaed out and just it would... Yeah, it, it would just be a fucking, it would be a he. It would be a badass. Yeah. yeah. See, I even think the badass ones are adorable, but you know. That's fair. <laughs> okay, and then the next one is, what is your dream camping trip? Ooh, probably going and being able to go through Yellowstone. Ooh, oh, yeah? Okay. That's awesome. That's super rad. Okay, so, and the last one is uh, our favorite question. Um, what is the best way to cook a hot dog? In a kitchen environment. In okay, kitchen oh, no, that's fair. All right, so the best way to cook a hot dog. So what you do is, why, why, are, you, why are you already laughing at me, Jonathan? I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at John, the question. It has a history and- We'll okay. explain. We'll okay. explain after your answer. Okay, so the best way to do it, is what you do is you take this hot dog and you put it on a really long skewer stick, okay? Mm -hmm. And then you take a whole pickle and you hollow the inside of it out. What is happening? Follow me. Just what? Follow, hold on. Just follow me. Follow me. You hollow the inside of it out. And then <laughs> but you leave you leave the tip. Okay, okay. <laughs> just so, the tip. Just the tip. And so you push this hot dog into the pickle okay what the fuck is happening and then you take uh like uh the cornbread mixture that's already mixed <laughs> together with eggs and everything and you roll that son of bitch all the way in it and then you fry that motherfucker and that's the oh best way God, to cook a hot dog amazing <laughs> And I think, Justin, I'm so sorry you didn't see the hand motions because she was explaining this process. Because <laughs> they were just 
magical. May, um, May wins. This is the best answer I've ever heard. Yeah, that's, May, that's the proper way to cook a hot dog. May wins. That's it. it done. We're done. No, we can't uh, get a better answer. No, we can't ever <laughs> ask anybody about that. But John, oh I hope you God. noticed that nowhere in this process did she say that you boil it. Nowhere did she say that you grill it. She fucking she fried didn't say the motherfucker. You fry because frying is the superior cooking. Oh method whatever. What? No, frying is just boiling with grease. Meh. How dare you? <laughs> you take that back, sir. It's closer to boiling that's, than it is to frying, or to, like to, to, to cooking in a pan. Filters on Snapchat is like makeup. They're not yeah. the same. No, it's not. No, it's not. So, May, oh my God. we've been having this debate for almost as long as we've had this podcast. And John swears up and down that the best way to cook a hot dog in a kitchen environment is to boil it. So and we easy. find this horrifying. What's wrong with you? No, that's gross, John. <laughs> See? May gets it. You guys are dicks. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yes, we are. And then so he's all like, no, you have to, you have to properly saute it. No, you you put it in a skillet. Yeah, whether it's frying, grilling, you know, kind of same thing. Yeah. I, I get that. And then boiling, I get it because I've had boiled. But you just deep fry that motherfucker. Uh, yeah, this is inside not... of a pickle, and then you dip it in all of that to where it is a pickled corn dog, and it's the this most beautiful thing so... in my life. Ever. Are you doing like, like cornmeal or flour? Corn cornmeal. Okay. It's a corny dog. It's as a Texan, oh, okay. I really appreciate this. This yeah. I did not expect. Well, you know, I didn't expect it to go this way. But for anybody that I know, I'm happy it did. <laughs> May is the one that I'm least surprised to have had this answer <laughs> because some you, of the, you know I'm the fucking pickle queen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. Some of the conversations that we've had about our, our cooking as youth, this, <laughs> this, like, this is doesn't surprise me, you know. So, like, I love pickles, and so pickles are always going to be incorporated in every meal at some point, somehow. And that's just a delicious way to introduce processed meats. <laughs> I agree, you know, this and pickles brilliant. are great for digestion. So this oh, is really and muscle just a cramps healthier, and yeah. all that stuff. Like it's, it's a healthier huh. way to live, John. You should get on board. I have a and- pickle. <laughs> My cat is named Pickle. Are you gonna deep fry your pickle? No, I would never <laughs> okay. deep fry him. Okay, so there He's you go. Too cute. <laughs> we're talking about him. a different pickle. Yeah, we're <laughs> you. Right. you saw I know. him. I'm surprised Racer hasn't jumped up. I've here heard yet. Racer. Yeah. Oh, was that Racer making me out? So Racer yeah. is my is my dog. Uh, oh. He plays fetch. Wait. He does he's Racer a cat. meow. He's a cat. Dog. He's a cat. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But okay, he's okay. but he's my dog. Okay, like, gotcha. He plays fetch. He's Aww. harness trained. We go on walks around the neighborhood. Uh, like. Oh my god. He lays on his back, and I just scratch his belly. Which cats aren't big on that? No, no. pickle likes belly scratches. Well, pickle I heard is the exception, not the as <clears throat> exactly. Yes. I've heard as a majority, cats do not like their yeah, bellies. Yeah, normally they will clamp unless, and destroy you. And then, like bunny thump their back legs. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, no, Racer is he's like a dog. So Racer, we go, hi, baby. He's like, you're talking about me. Uh, uh, My daughter and I adopted him from a shelter in January on his two days before his fourth birthday. The shelter got him when he was five weeks old. So he's been in the shelter for four years. Um, Yeah. As he was was growing up. Yeah. Holy crap. Because as he was getting older, he was so aggressive with the other cats. They had to keep him in a kennel. Oh. And so he was an only Eraser. cat home. And Aww. hey, baby, come here. Come here, baby. Come here. Baby. And now he's like, motherfucker. Like, what do you want? I, I don't want to have anything to do with it. And you. hold on. Give me two seconds. Okay. Okay. Oh, <laughs> poor Racer. What a sweet baby. Know, that's, that's like Sunny. He was in the shelter for two yeah. years. You haven't talked about it on the show. Feel free to talk about it with this. Oh, another time. Okay. Don't. Oh, no. Hi, Racer. He's so handsome. And he has such like a beautiful belly. Yes, he does. Oh. And he gives me Eskimo kisses all the time. Oh. Don't you, baby? He's so That's a sweet baby. Handsome. Look at that guy. Hi. Oh, my goodness. Oh, hi. Oh, and he's vocal. He's so pretty. He is. I like a him. good cat. Like he He's... has like, you know, your typical like raccoon tail. Oh. And so he just lets me, he lets me fuck with him. And oh. Excellent. But uh, he's throwing his coat right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, he was an only cat kind of home. So no one adopted him because they would always like have oh. a cat or, Poor you know, whatever. Racer. And so anyways, we, uh. We were going through the shelter and like we went, they had like four or five different rooms. It was ridiculous, all these cats. And so my daughter and I uh, finally, and I've never owned a cat. I've always been a dog person, 1000%. And I was like, let's switch it up because I knew like, I knew I was gonna be traveling, but my daughter really wanted a pet. And I know that cats are kind of self-sufficient, you know? absolutely. And so I was like, a lot better than dogs. So I was like, okay. And yeah. it can't be some reptile or rabbit or hamster because <laughs> that's all another mess. they die. Yeah. And so, anyway, so that's why we went with the cat. And uh, so we get and we see Racer. And, of course, she's a part of the gambler. I'm part of the game. Even though it's not a race. Yeah. It was still just kind of like, oh, maybe that's this her is cat. a sign. Yeah. And mm. then. Oh, so, so then you they, didn't name him Racer. No, his name was Racer. Oh. Okay. And so we we're like, well, what's his story? And she told us. She was like, he's literally lived in this cage for four years. Oh, poor, poor baby. He's never been outside. He doesn't know what carpet feels like. He doesn't know oh. what a mattress feels like. She was like, he doesn't even let us hold him. Oh. And I was like, so then I'm thinking like, oh, like if we can't even me. hold him. And so anyways, I was like, well, can we try to hold him? And yeah. she was like, I mean, yeah, like he lets us hold him and then we put him in a kennel to like clean out his cage. Sure. And then we hold him and put him back. Yeah. yeah. And so I held him and I held him like a baby and he yeah. just laid half of his body <laughs> over my sh- and just she goes, he's never done this. <laughs> no. And so my daughter starts getting all teary eyed. What a sweet baby like, Mom, boy. Mom, I think he's, I think we need him. 
He's our cat. And and she's like, I'll leave. Oh. You guys hold him. I'll leave. And he let me hold him the whole entire time. Oh. And, oh. and so in the fact that this creature has been in a kennel, this cage, for yeah. four years. We have owned him since the end of January. So like not even six months. He plays fetch. <sighs> he likes to go on walks. He he says hello, kind of. He goes, rawr, 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 and it's so funny because I go hello, and he goes, rawr, rawr. oh <laughs> racer. But it's like, and even when he plays, like, and I play rough with him like a dog. Uh-huh. That's why I say he's like a dog. Like I smack his face, and like you know, like you do a dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't, yeah, you don't yeah. do that with cats. Yeah. No. Yeah. And he paws and he backs up and he pounces oh. at me and he like he's like he's like a dog and I'm like. How did no one see this much potential? Yeah, for real. And he's never drawn blood. Like, yeah, even he's when very he, gentle. he, yes. And I'm like, how does he know that though? Mm-hmm. Like, when he's never been domesticated, he loves his mama. How does he know not to bite hard or not to actually scratch yeah. the shit out of me? He ain't gonna mess with a good thing. Like he, he was waiting for you. Apparently, yeah. it was just. And so he's just been the most badass cat because he is more like a dog. Yeah. And yeah. it is just, it's the funniest thing. So I found out he wa- he lo- wanted to play fetch because he brought up one of his puffballs in bed. It was like three o'clock in the morning. It annoyed the fuck out of me. <laughs> and he drops it like right on my face. And I, you know, went like that. And he picked it up and dropped it on my face and kept doing that. And Racer. so my daughter, I know my daughter and I leave both of our bedroom doors open so he can come in and out through the night, you know, whatever. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So I That's get mad I and I, I just chuck it out in the hallway. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Brings it back to me, drops it on my face again. I'm like, oh. quit. And I throw it. And then I was like, hold on. And it, he thinks you're playing. And at four o'clock in the morning, I get up. So I sit crisscross applesauce in the hallway and I start throwing it. And he brings it back to me. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, And I start throwing it. So it wasn't something learned. Yeah. It was more just instinct. Like, this yeah. is what I want to do. Yeah. He's such a Wake badass Wake up, cat. mom. I have right. stuff to do. You're right. No. Like, I want, mom, I want to teach you how to play fetch with me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like oh good human <laughs> I love the best. this what a good cat yeah. what so a cute. good family for him that's amazing yeah. he's so cute okay well uh, I think that so that's the last of our questions May do you have any last words about Gambler or about knowing James and I or your, any parting words last words sounds like we're gonna your, kill her your newfound friendship with India <laughs> So what what do I need to say before you slit my throat? Well, um, I'll never do that to you. <laughs> so uh, parting words with the gambler. Hit every gambler close to you as many times as possible. Also venture out and expand your gambler world because every rally is different. I will always be biased. I will always tell you to go to Kansas Rally even though I don't coordinate it anymore or don't help coordinate right. it. Um, I will always tell you to go to Kansas because Kansas is boring. It's a flyover state. It's yeah. flat. Yep. But yep, yep. There's Kansas cool stuff Rally, there. Kansas Rally will always show you things that you never knew was there. 
Uh, and right. it's beautiful. Yes. It's absolutely yep. beautiful. So I will encourage anyone and everyone to always go to a Kansas rally 1000%. Yep. Um, but definitely hit your local one, support your own state, but venture out because the people in other states are just as amazing as the people in your states. And it's so great, mate. I have hundreds of new friends because of this oh, event. True. I wouldn't know Jonathan because of this event. No, man. Like, you would. You're welcome. For better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's, it's just one of those, I would not, this sounds so cliche and very sappy, but I wouldn't be where I'm at in life if it weren't for the gambler, period. Mm-hmm. The people who I've met, the people who have supported me with uh, different ups and downs in my life, different chapters, different, I mean, everything, good, bad, the ugly, the beautiful. Over the past four and a half, you know, five-ish, going on five-ish years, like the gam, the gam fam has <laughs> been so close to my heart. And it can be someone clear in the corner of Oregon, someone clear down in Florida, like it doesn't matter. Those people are there for you, whether they've met you or not, just because it's such a tight knit community. Like as soon as they know you're part of the game fam, they're like, I got you. Even if they've never met you, I could be stranded in Indiana somewhere. Mm -hmm. And all I have to do is just make a Facebook post. It'd be like, Mm -hmm. I need help. And I would have several, if not a hundred people hit me up. Like, I got you. Don't worry about it. You're good. Yeah. You know, where are you at? You know, I'm, hey, I'm 10 miles yeah. from there. Like, We're bringing margs and fajitas. Stay put. <laughs> <laughs> and so it is. And so that is, those are my very long-winded parting words is find a gambler local to you yes. and then expand your horizons. I love this. Well, you've sold me. I definitely want to do one and I will be looking for a Dirty Divas flag if I ever get to go. And hopefully I, as you should. So, I, so sorry, Jonathan, not to no, cut you fine. off. So they do Dirty Divas every year and it's Memorial Weekend every year. So if you'd like to go next year, we can co-pilot together Ooh, and we can run it together so and we can podcast through. Oh my God. I'm just saying. India. I'm just saying it can India. happen. We should do this. Am I allowed to come <laughs> and just document? One thousand percent. Oh, sweet! Yeah. Hell so yeah. there were several guys. There was probably thirty, maybe forty people there, and I think out of those, there was probably almost seven to ten guys. Yeah, I saw but, their 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 clarification on on their event listing. Like, we have decided to open this up to men. If you are a man and you are going to attend this event, we ask that you make a donation to like a women's shelter or a similar cause. And it's it's awesome. more uh, their roles there are more support. Like so, yeah. Dylan was my co-pilot, so he navigated. Yeah, um, I drove the whole entire time. That's all was... I ever do is navigate. So y'all can just drive <laughs> right. the whole time. That just means I get and to so, drink more. And I'm cool. S- some of the other guys did all the cooking for us. They sat back. I can do that too. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's like they, they, they quote unquote played their part to support the women. I'll support the shit out of that event. It it wasn't their like, you know, 
a man going to a fish market kind of thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that's not what that's about. It was them supporting. Um, there was a husband and wife couple there, so adorable. Like, and so it was the men supporting the women and uplifting them, and it was an absolute beautiful thing. And in the desert, so just side note, you don't have to put this in. I'm just telling you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So when we were in the desert for Dirty Divas, it was the desert that Jesse Combs ran to uh, clock in her fastest woman on earth. That was the desert she died in. Oh, wow. And so yeah. that's that's where her memorial bench is. Wow. And so that's oh, wow. why they had it there. That's really oh, cool. Uh, me and my girlfriend, her name's Jesse Job. We probably mm-hmm. spent two hours, just me and her, yeah. at that bench. And yeah, we, we just, just like... cried. I laid, <clears throat> I had uh, Dylan, my co-pilot, uh, he actually brought in, because he was only like four hours from where the desert was. Now, granted, I had to fly halfway across the United States and, you know, and then drive seven and a half hours from Portland to get to that area. Right. But so he brought me sunflowers so I could lay sunflowers on Aww. her bench. And so these, just so you guys get like a visual, if you actually go to my Facebook page, like that's why I said, I'm so glad other people took pictures because yeah. I just yeah. get in the moment and I don't think about it. And then it's like, I can't share that moment with anybody because I don't have like proof of it. <laughs> and so anyways, all of those pictures, Jesse Job got a picture of me putting the sunflowers on the bench and it was absolutely beautiful. Aww, and so that's why that's that area was so special for Dirty Divas. And that's why the Dirty Divas logo this year, because that's not the original logo. That's just oh, the logo okay. for this year is because we were at the Jesse Combs is crash it the, site. Is it the photos so cool. of what looks like y'all kind of sitting on like an axle with wheels? Yeah, it's a bench. Okay. So those that metal and those wheels okay. were actually part of the eagle that she was driving to beat her record. It was wow. part of the crash site. They took wow. that and and did a, a memorial bench. Okay, I'm just I'm looking That's it up really so I can cool. send it to India I, so she knows which one yeah. it is. Yeah, no, Thank it's you. well in India. Hit me up on Facebook, like for sure. Yeah, like I fucking I'm love you. I'm literally like never on it, but. We can still be bros, and I have Messenger that I'm Hell on. Hell yes. So. Yes. Yay. That this was, is amazing. That's I really literally, cool. I cried for a long time there. Like, it was, and that's why I knew I had to go to Oregon. Like, that's why mm-hmm. I knew I need to go to Dirty Divas. I've been meaning to go for two years. Obviously, last year got canceled, so this was this, only the second year they've done it. And so I was like, I have to. Um it just, and the fact that they had one of their checkpoints at that bench and we were camping out in the desert that she raced on, like it That's just, really cool. Very I powerful. mean, I've been, I've done a lot this year and I've traveled a lot this year and I've experienced a lot, but that bench and being in that desert. That gets you. Yeah. That was, yeah. It was just kind of something that it hit me different and I know I've come from rock bottom Mm -hmm. and I just realized like I'm where I need to be today Mm -hmm. in this moment in this minute like Mm -hmm. yeah and it was so powerful that like feeling of comfort and peace I never I never knew metal could do that yeah (laughs) it just it can it it was as soon as we walked up there's a picture 
as I said, thank you for everyone who took pictures. Dylan, my co-pilot, thanks Dylan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he took a picture of my girlfriend, Jesse and I, uh, we were holding hands walking to this bench because mm-hmm. Jesse Combs has meant so much to her as well. And so we are holding hands and he got a picture of us holding hands, walking up to the trail to that bench. And it's just yeah. all those Perfect. little snippets are just, those are things I'm going to hold so dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. And this is hands down to date. Dirty Divas Gambler 2021 is the most amazing experience I've had in my whole entire whole entire life. Most amazing experience, hands down. It was just, it was absolutely beautiful. I mean, riding mini bikes in the desert at two o'clock in the morning, you know, <laughs> just zipping through. Yeah. Watching a moonrise. Okay, Kansas. I understand, yes, there's moon rises. True, but there's they're no totally such... different in the desert. Oh my gosh. So it's my unreal. first experience of a moon rise, uh-huh. and I walked around, there's pictures creeping out there somewhere, yeah. where I'm, I'm barefoot walking around, because it's like, I need to feel the desert on my toe. Yeah. I've never been in the desert yeah. before. It was so many- It makes a difference. It was yeah. so many firsts for me, and this trip was just very uh, cathartic, and very growing. And there's the end of that bottle for you, Jonathan. No, I didn't mean for you to see that. I'm sorry. (laughs) I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. No, you didn't interrupt. Uh, No, that's amazing though. Cause like, I feel like when you, whether it's, you know, someone's home or it's a park or it's a beach or it's just anywhere meaningful, like Mm -hmm. there's something about connecting with your environment and where you are. And the beautiful thing is sometimes you don't realize that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Until it does. I remember I was with um, a friend in Portland. <laughs> we were nerding out and going to Astoria where the Goonies were filmed. We went to yeah. the Goonies house, you know, <laughs> totally nerding out. Yeah. And so anyways, we had went to the beach right before we went there. And I was like, dude, I've never been to the Pacific Northwest. Like I've mm-hmm. I've been south. I've been to Texas and I've been to Florida. But the farthest west I've been is Denver, Colorado. Yeah. So my first time going out to Oregon, uh, we went out to a beach and it's cold. I'm talking, I have a beanie cap on, a coat. It's so cold. This was, it was actually over New Year's. And mm. uh, and I was like, dude, I need to put my feet in the ocean. And yeah. so I said, will you just give me five minutes? <laughs> he was yeah. like, I don't care. I'm not getting in it. I was like, all right, well, so watch my boots. So I took my boots and my socks off and I walked out. And as soon as that ocean hit my feet, I started bawling and I had no idea why. I had no idea. No, it's just, I wanted to do it just to say, hey, I touched it. That's Mm -hmm. all it. But for whatever reason, you don't know sometimes that what what you need until you get it. Yeah. And there's it's something about so beautiful. oceans too. And there's something about the, like I've spent tons of time on, on the Atlantic, but I've, I hadn't touched the Pacific ocean until I was in college. And like the very first time I touched it, it was just this like, oh my God, like there's just this vastness in front of me. And like, I think some people feel really uncomfortable when they feel very small, but like yeah. I feel very comforted by that. I'm just like, because it's like I'm, I'm this, so small. I'm, I <laughs> am this little bead of rice mm-hmm. in this whole big enchilada plate. Yeah. But I needed that. That was also a, I've done, 
I've had a lot of cathartic moments this year. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so good. Like, so I didn't mean to get all this. deep and emotional. No, you're but fine. No, I love this because it's it's so authentic, yeah. you know. And I think that's like I personally always feel really honored when somebody feels yes. comfortable enough to be so authentic with Absolutely. me. And I love this because I already love you, and <laughs> you know, you're my Toto. Yeah, <laughs> I'm your Toto. <laughs> and so here's here's to many more awesome conversations yeah. with you because I'm sure Definitely. this won't be the last one. Definitely, like I would Jones off of any conversation you guys want to have, even if it's about like hot dogs. Yeah, like see? <laughs> if you're like, hey, let's get right, May's let's opinion. Have my, we're gonna fucking talk about. Hey, I can even put you guys in my kitchen. <laughs> and we could do like, all right, I am now at 350 uh, frying this hot dog inside of a pickle. Oh, my God. We might need <laughs> to do a video it. on that. That'd I want to see pictures the next time you do that. Yeah, that might actually be really good for one of our video releases is me cooking the hot dog she <gasps> yeah. talks about. May um, cooking a pickle. Yes. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. It's I a, love it. It's a, it's a pickle dog. Pickle dog. I, I do have to ask, though. And this this has to be included, I okay. think, in our episode. May, if I want a May trading card, how do yes. I get one? Oh, that is a very solid question. So in order to get a May trading card or any trading card from the amazing gamblers that are on these trading cards that Nicole Poe has made, graciously made, because she's amazing, amazing. <laughs> so what you do, you have to go to Gambler. You need okay. to go to a okay. Gambler event, and it is a trading card. And so sometimes there will be like, I've been gift gifted little like trading packs that are wrapped. I have no idea what's in them, who's mm -hmm. in them, and they are gifted at rallies. And so you can, if someone else has trading cards, you know, usually the trading cards are brought to rallies. I'm selfish. I got my own and it's <laughs> in my hutch. It's never fucking being traded. <laughs> Good. I, would, I don't blame well, you I mean, at all. I mean, I want to have it just to be able to have it. Um, so I'm not going to trade myself. <laughs> yeah, no, you but, shouldn't. That so to get one, you either really need to contact Nicole Poe, and that's P-O-E, contact her and like schmooze her and maybe send <laughs> her some amazing things and she will exclusively send you one. But the real way to do it is to go to Gambler. To go to a Gambler, yeah. And, and you might get, you know, some trading cards that are not all the way May. Because they are 18 times better. There are so many gamblers that exemplify what gamblers are all about. And there are mm -hmm. so many people on these trading cards. And all of them are more than worthy of everything. <laughs> they yeah. are absolutely phenomenal. And They're so... Yeah, but it's just, it is. It's like Pokemon or any other trading card thing. Yeah. Baseball <laughs> cards. You know, you, you end up having your favorites. And it's not, it's not wrong. It's not right. It's just your preference. And mm -hmm. so people trade around. And so Love it. that's how you can get a May trading card is by actually Excellent. going to a gambler. Yeah, India. Perfect. Hey, <laughs> you know, I, I'm on board. Let's do Okay, this. sweet. I get my Toto costume. Okay, so not to cut off the conversation, but we need to at least record an exit before I hit stop. 
I mean, you did tell me this was only going to be an hour, and we're over. And two. India wouldn't. I'm not mad India about it. wouldn't I'm stop with the questions. It. She wouldn't stop with the questions. No. Okay. So I love her, and I make no apologies it for loving her. It feels like it's been 30 minutes. It does. It really does. May. Mm-hmm. Oh my yes, gosh. Sir. Thank you so much for coming on to our show. Thank yes, you guys. You see was, these? Yeah. You see these? Like. They've gotten drier. Holy <laughs> no, they're starting to dry. Yeah, you, you, starting you've to gotten more comfortable. We did a good job. Love <laughs> it. Woohoo. <laughs> oh, no. Thank amazing. you, guys. Oh, my gosh. I've had so much fun. Yeah, this is. Good. I mean, my, my really expensive, expensive <laughs> wine that is in a box to protect oh my gosh. its amazingness <laughs> i love it okay good so, <laughs> once again thank you so much uh before i hit stop recording please say goodbye to our listeners we like to call them the oh, dozen yeah. because there's bless only a their dozen hearts that's a southern thing I know. <laughs> bless their hearts well thank you so much it has been absolutely amazing like i legit have had so much fun tonight. Good. My daughter's been blowing up my phone. Oh, like, no. are you done? Where's dinner? Are you done? Are you Mom, done? dinner. Yeah. <laughs> right. No the meatloaf. Yeah. You're not important right now. <laughs> no, I'm. Sh- I'm joking. So jo- I'm joking. I love. I love my daughter. No. But no. Thank you guys so much. This has been so much fun. And to the dozen, you're welcome. Oh. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, May. We appreciate you coming on. Thank yes, you. This was wonderful. Thank you, May. And thank I, you, Dozen. India. I'm not mad about it. India, do you have any last words? <laughs> no, okay. this was rad, and I can't wait for our next adventure together. <laughs> you ready to sing your song, John? Mm-hmm. Here we go. <laughs> Keep it campy. Bye.